The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Are you struggling under the weight of life and don't feel like you measure up? Best-selling author Jenny Allen tells you that you have nothing to prove. I just love that God doesn't work this way. In fact, He picks the failures. He picks the people that feel the most broken. And that was, once I started to own that and realize, you know what, I'm not the most gifted kid on earth. Like, <laughs> I'm not. But yet, my God can do anything with anybody. Next on Life Today. Do y'all know Jenny? Do y'all like her? <laughs> Jenny Allen is here. And I mean, she is a, a treasure. I, I think she's just a gift from God. I think, Betty, we're blessed to have some of the greatest, uh, most spirit-filled, Christ-centered, Bible-filled women who teach and share on the program. Yes. And you know that uh, Sheila Walsh is just doing a phenomenal job. What a blessing. And Jenny has been... Uh, Boy, I mean, she's got a conference. It's called the If Gathering. I'm going to ask her to explain that to you and tell you how you can find out about it. But she's got a book, Nothing to Prove, Why We Can Stop Trying So Hard. And I lived with a, a beautiful girl, still do, but I lived with one who for a long time was trying to live up to what she saw as the expectations of others. Uh, tried to live perfect by what she saw the definition of others to mean. And it was a life of uh, vain struggling. And she's so beautiful, and uh, but it was a great victory when she realized that she uh, didn't have to try so hard. So I, I want to talk to Jenny about this Nothing to Prove, this incredible book that I believe is going to bless you beyond imagination. Would you welcome Jenny to life today? Jenny, we're glad to see you. Glad you're here. You got a pretty smile like this girl right here. I know, I like that girl. And you got those brown eyes like our daughters. Yeah. And you know, we yeah. adopted Randy, our son. He has eyes a little bit more like Betty. It's not black, but everybody would always talk about to the girls, you got your daddy's eyes, you got your daddy's And one day when Randy was a young kid, you know, about two years old, he said, whose eyes I got? Mm. Whose eyes I got? Which led to the time for us to... Uh, be able to tell him how special he was, yeah. like all of us are adopted <laughs> into the family of God and that he was chosen and selected. And what a blessing, you know, Randy's mm -hmm. been. But you, you're a, a tremendous blessing. I, I referred to the If Gathering. Tell us what that is and if the viewers, which I pray you will want to know, uh, tell us how they'll find out about it. But just, just give us a little explanation of If Gathering. Yeah, so the, the wrestling that I felt was as a generation, if God is real, then let's live like it then how do we live? And of course, I do believe that God is real. And I think that implication changes everything. A.W. Tozier says, when God is exalted to the right place, 1,000 problems are solved all at once. Mm. And so I wanted to, I wanted that to be the mission of my life, that, that there would be a sense of, of lifting God as much as is possible in my life to the right place. And then I believe that so many of the things that we struggle with take care of themselves. And what I've seen with women is we, we opened if the first year sold out very quickly and it spread did around the world. Did you just announce it? We did. We well, announced it on blogs. We didn't have a marketing. We didn't even have a staff team. We just well, announced it. Why would people it. give attention to it? What were you doing at the time that would you make know, them say, 
okay, she's going to do this. What, what got their attention well, in the first place? Well, it was place? a team of amazing people. There were a bunch of us. And what I think what happened, though, all of us spoke many, many places. We saw something really magical happen here. And, and I think it's a couple things. One is I think there's a, there was a need. I think that women were hungry for something that was very real, that they could wrestle and process their faith. And then they could also come together in unity. And I think what we've seen is denominations come together um, in cities and in towns. And I also think they were ready. They didn't want to come to a stadium. I think they wanted to lead in their home, in their church, on their campus. And so what happened was we put this out there and said, hey, any of you can lead this. And across the world, we had thousands of women sign up and say, I want to host an If Local. And so they signed up and they gathered their people. And it was so beautiful because all over the world, you know, this past week, we hosted um, If and all over the world, all over, you know, 120-something countries, people came together and worshiped God. And so I think it's just this beautiful thing of, you know what, we have a lot in common. We believe um, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and we follow Him, and we want to know Him better, and we want our lives to reflect that. And so, and we love the Bible. We are Bible women. I mean, we, we teach it, we preach it, we care about it, and and it's just, I think when, we, when you keep things simple, um, just as you've seen, there's just a beauty in, in, in unity and people wanting to know God together and worship Him. And there's something about women get, getting together yeah. like that, that I think they feel safe, they can open their hearts yes. up, don't you think? And, and also they, they learn that some, some have the same struggles and so together yeah. we can pray about those things and, and be encouraged by one another. Yes, it's it's magic. I, I, and, and I think we spur each other on. I mean, mm -hmm. I've talked to so many women that are using their gifts in a ways that they've never dreamt and they're watching God. I think faith is, is contagious. I think that that so many women have watched others model faith and they've wanted to go do it. And so they're obeying God in bigger ways and deeper ways. If they want to know how they can get to an IF conference, go yeah. to what website? IFgathering.com. IFgathering.com. Yeah. Are you going to be hosting conferences where yeah. there's a large gathering as well as then them going out into the various locales online? Yes, and we basically just provide a tool that anybody can lead in their church or their home anytime. And so there's a digital download of the conference we just had and, and, and you can lead it in your home. And hopefully it's just a tool for you to disciple people and to make disciples. That's, That's our dream. That's great. Now let's talk about the book. Yeah. You've reached a point that you were moved to write this, right? Yeah. Why? What happened? Honestly, I was exhausted. So I'm following God and I'm watching him move and I'm watching it spread and that's beautiful. I'm raising four kids. My youngest is adopted as well, Cooper. And we, we adopted him in the past few years. And so all of this exciting, beautiful things, were, they were happening, but I was exhausted. I mean, so much so that my friends said, Jenny, you don't laugh when you should laugh and you don't cry when you should cry. And that's not me. I mean, I'm emotional. I mean, I, I could cry right now. I could <laughs> stand up and, and cheer at what God's doing around the world. And, and so something in me had just gotten really tired and checked out and I was numbing. And the way I numbed, I think all of us choose different drugs, but my drug was Netflix. <laughs> I would watch, um, you know, all the seasons of Gilmore Girls and all the seasons of West wing and, and just really just check out because I was so weary. And you and I were talking about this, the passion to serve people and how sometimes um, it literally is too much. And you, and what do you do with that? And, and I wanted to please God. I wanted to, to serve him well. And they were, they were good desires and there were, there were good things that were happening. But I think what had happened was I took God's job on. Mm -hmm. And that, that verse in Matthew that says, uh, my burden is light. My, my yoke is easy. 
I was not living that. And so I really went to the scriptures and said, okay, God, what have I been doing wrong? And what I realized was I had really been doing this wrong since I was a kid and walked through an eating disorder for five years out of college and and as a kid just trying so hard to perform to earn approval and I, I saw this theme of trying to prove myself and prove my worth and rather than receive my worth and I think that shift when you it think happened, a lot of people do that yeah. oh I'm seeing it everywhere especially women I think we all do but I think I can just see it in women's eyes I I, I just see that that they're tired that they're um, they're not sure that they're measuring up. There's a question in their eyes of, am I a good mom? Am I a good leader? Am I worthy of even preaching Jesus or talking about Jesus, um, doing things for him? You know, there's a sense of failure I see. And I just love that God doesn't work this way. In fact, he picks the failures. He picks the people that feel the most broken. And that was, once I started to own that and realize, you know what, I'm not the most gifted kid on earth. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not. But yet, my God can do anything with anybody. And I actually believe that. And he started to. And I think that is the thing I pray this awakens, is this faith, not in ourselves, but in what our God could do through us. And I think the messaging right now in the world toward women is you are enough. You measure up. You are worthy. That's, I see it on Pinterest all the time. And the truth is, we are not worthy. We do not measure up. We are not enough. But God. And I think that but God part was not occurring to me on the level that he wanted it to. And as it has, I am watching him even go crazier around me. And there's this peace that I don't have to make this happen. He's going to cause it to happen. Well, it takes a load off of you. Yes. I mean, and you've given it to God. Yes. It's so, more free. Yeah. You know, I was listening to you talk about that, <clears throat> that weight, that responsibility. And I don't know, I don't know where you are on your journey. I, I do know that what she downloads is, is like it's, it comes from the heart of God, it comes from his mind. And uh, he will lighten your load because he's the one that carries the yoke. When he's in the yoke, it's light. He's basically got it. And what happens to us, and this is something I think for those of you who've actually pursued God diligently, and, and many of you, if you know ministers, you might want to pass this on to them. Here's something that happened to me, Jenny. I really did love the Lord, <clears throat> and I was really able to identify with what was on his heart. Sometimes it was as though God enjoyed downloading his heart on me mm. because it was like I cared what's on his heart. But something actually happened that was not healthy for me. I began to interpret everything on God's heart as my part. Mm. And I started to try to do all the things on God's heart. And that is exasperating and exhausting. And one of the most revolutionary things that happened to me spiritually and I hope you get this, was when God showed me everything on my heart, God's heart, is not your part. And it's very important for you to recognize your part in my heart. That needs to be heard by every woman you speak to, yeah. by every person, everyone sitting in the studio. What is your part in his heart? Because not all in his heart is your part. Everything on God's heart is not your part. Well, you know, and what, what happens here is just like people watching us right now, you may think, what's my part? What do I do? Well, the fact we're sitting here, and the fact we're talking, and we're in every civilized home in the world where they got television, we're there. I mean, they can watch us all over the world, billions of people. How is that possible? Because somebody like you said, 
if there's something worth hearing and there's something worth telling, how are they going to believe unless they hear? How are they going to hear unless we preach? How are they going to preach unless they're what? Sent. The bottom line in getting the gospel out is somebody saying, I want to send it. We are sitting here because somebody out here who may think they're not very important make it possible for us to sit. And the other thing is, all the missionaries that find the people in need, they've got nothing in their hands until people out here say, you're not going to stand over there empty-handed trying to put the arms of God around people. You're going to meet their need. We're going to help you do it. Please, please. There are no small parts in the body of Christ. There are no important people. And if you'll just rejoice in that and know that the fact you're listening to Jitty and you're encouraging her and praying for her, that's a huge part. I think it's the biggest part. I think the unseen to the least honored member, God says, give the greatest honor. That means the one that's not noticed. You know, the vital organs in our body, you don't see them. They're well hidden, thank God, because they're not real attractive, you know, (laughs) but they're very, very important. Amen. And, you know, I view my job as building tackle for the people that are on the sea that are fishing and doing the work of the kingdom. I mean, we build tackle, whether it's a conference or whether it's a book or Bible study, like that's what I think we've got to view ourselves is we're just equipping the people doing the real work. And I've seen the real work on the ground and the real work, you're right, is loving the least of these. The real work is making disciples who make disciples. The real work is the local church all over the world serving the poor and making disciples. I want everybody that's watching to read the book. And, you know, we're, we're giving. And you know what a blessing Sheila Walsh is. Yes. I mean, she's she a treasure. She's a gift she from God. Is, and, you yes. know, she says, I'm the woman that came from the psych ward. I'm in the padded cell, <laughs> and I'm here There's to so help much. all of you. Praise yeah. God. And boy, yeah. does she ever. And, and she's just written this <laughs> a fresh infusion of joy, and we're sending it to anyone who will just help us give a drink of water. We'll also send you the book, but it's in the bookstores. You can get it online. You can go to If Gathering and see where they're going to be doing things, how you can access material that's there, how you can have a gathering right there where you are, anywhere in the world. And what about other languages? Are we able to translate it somehow? We're working on it. You're we are, on we are that. praying that we can continue to go into more languages. We're doing Spanish this year for the first time. We do ASL. And yeah, we want to go further. Yeah. But I pray the Lord, I pray that happens. I pray you make it possible and just spread it. And we thank you for that. So we'll give you the book if you'll just help uh, give a cup of water. If somebody gets the book, say they just just really get into it and you're, you're thinking, okay, God, I wrote this for a reason. What do you want to see happen when they go through this? What do you want to happen to that person who reads it? Uh, you know what happened for me is just this exhale of new to trust in Jesus. Because what happened is I realized he offers living streams of water. And I was actually going to the things of God to find water instead of God himself. And as I rested and realized he didn't want a performance from me, that Jesus just wanted me, it was all of a sudden I had God back. I had my relationship with him. I wanted to be with him again, more than Netflix. You know, that was again, the love of my life. And, and that's what I pray happens is that Jesus would just get so dear again to you that you would realize how much he loves you, how rich and abundant his provision and love for you is. Let me just pray for those of you here, but those of you at home and and like I say, we'll send you the book or you can go online and get it. But here, here, let me just pray. Father, I don't, I don't know where the individual is right now that's just uh, looking at us and been listening, but there's just a hole in the heart. There's a hurt. There's a pain. There's a, a longing. There's something there that really does need your touch right now. And Lord, I just pray that you would, would literally move so close to every person right now that's longing for a shoulder to lean on, for someone to hear and care for somebody to lighten the load like only you can. And I pray you'd begin to lift that load. I pray you would assure every seeker right now, every person that feels overlooked and 
that you would never notice, let them know how much you notice. You notice so much that you actually sent your own son to redeem them, to carry the yoke, to carry the load, to lighten it, to brighten the day, to illuminate the way. And Lord, I pray right now for a spiritual encounter. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you want someone to pray with you, see the phone number there on the screen? Paid for by love. That's right. Somebody that loves God and loves you. So if you need someone to pray with you, you may call someone that's been through the same thing you've been through and they're ready to bear that load with you. So know it's always there. You know, you know, Jenny, we have a, a prayer line for people to uh, call for help. And in, the, in crisis situations, when we'll say, would you do something to save lives in this situation? Do you know even in that setting, the calls that come, the majority, 80% are people calling, would you pray for me? Mm. Which most people think, well, I bet all the calls are people calling to help. No, they're calling because somebody says, my heart's broken. And you know, we understand that. That's why that prayer line is there 24 hours a day. But we also have it as an answer to prayer line. And what we're doing right now, uh, Jenny, we've got two things going. We're drilling another 400 water wells, 188 are emergency. But we're able to give every family now a filter system where you can't even get water drilling yeah. equipment in. And th listen, this is the neatest thing. I mean, we know a well's neat because it's water for life for people. And, and we give that to them, give it to a whole village. But we can actually give every family a filter that would take any contaminated filthy water and make it as clean as any bottled water you would ever get. I want you to watch closely. Here's the cool thing. The wells cost 4,800. We got to drill 188 and ultimately 400 this year. We got 188 that are crisis. But we can give every family a filter system. If you can't get a drilling rig to their area because of the terrain, and you can give three families their own clean water for $100. I mean, it's amazing. It's like dialysis. And uh, I want you to watch. For several years now, we have been drilling 500 plus wells a year, bringing clean water uh, to villages all over the world. But throughout our travels, we have located places up in the mountain areas, especially, where they cannot get uh, well drilling rigs to those locations. And we just hear story after story from mothers who their child gets deathly ill, and many of them even die simply from drinking just contaminated water. The sources that they get this water from, it's just like mud puddles. It's full of germs, full of uh, bacteria, worms. And we've prayed about like, what can we do to bring clean water to those places where we can't drill a well? And we have decided to uh, make available uh, these water filtration systems. And what it is, it's a, it's a bucket and a hose and then the hose connects to a filter and this filter will drop into what's called the clean water bucket and in about 30 minutes to 45 minutes they can actually have beautiful clean water so where we can't get a rig into to drill we can take one of these filtration systems and we can provide water for a family they can keep it in their home and we can just pass these out around the village. But this is something that we've been blessed to offer to the families that are kind of forgotten up in the mountain areas that you can't even get a vehicle sometimes, but especially uh, a drilling rig. So we feel very blessed to have these and we just pray that they're gonna uh, bring change and hope 
to a lot of people up in the mountain areas. Isn't that great? Don't you all like seeing what you just watched right there? Betty, to be able to think that uh, somebody can bring some kind of a receptacle and get that filthy water, and it doesn't matter how much bacteria or disease is in that water, it's actually filtered out. It works just like dialysis. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have uh, scientifically, not we, but God blessed our, our, our team with finding the individuals who created this. And that system is it's just it's incredible. And if we give one of these containers to a family, then they have clean water for their family. It's not going to change the water situation where they go to get it. It's just going to purify it so they can drink it and not bring disease and increase disease and even death in their children and their families. So I think it's a miracle. Now, you know, we've been drilling the, the wells for, you know, over 20 years. And we know that we've got a drill right now, emergency 188. We're going to have 400 this year by the grace of God. The missionaries have said we have identified 188 critically needed places. If we don't get the wells drilled quickly, the death cycle is going to be almost indescribable. So we got to drill the wells. But then we have the problem in areas like Burundi, in Africa, and many of these hard terrains where we need to get something there where the drilling rig can't go. This little simple container, I mean, it's just a five-gallon bucket with gravity feed, and you've seen the water. It's just amazing what happens to it. I hope you understand how awesome this is. I don't know if you noticed or not, but I did. Being a mother, I noticed. And if you're a mother, you probably noticed the smile on the mother's face. We always notice the smile on a child's face when you see it. But a mother's smile, because I felt like I felt her heart leap within her. Because she said, my babies, some I may have already seen die, are going to now have some hope. They're going to get some fresh water that won't kill them eventually. They're going to get water that I don't have to walk down to knowing that it's disease, but my babies have to have a drink. She can now say, take this clean water. I offer this to you. I'm your mother, and I'm going to take care of you. And you know that miracle is made possible with the same joy that you expressed when we together can be the one that puts the joy in that mother's heart and the health in that child. And for us to be able to do this, think about it, for $100, we can give three families their own filter system. It's just over $33 a piece. Now, the wells still cost $4,800. We're told, Betty, this may be the last time we're able to drill a well at that cost because of increasing overhead. And so we want to do all we can to drill those 188. And I told you, it's got to be a miracle situation. We just need a flood of support. We need everyone who could drill a well and give the 4800 to do it. If you could give 1200 or 2400 pray three join with you and we'll have a well or play another person joins, your 2400 doubled and we've got a well. Most of the wells are drilled with $48 and $144 gifts. The 144 gives 30 people water for life. The 48 gives 10 people water for life. What we're doing this year, we're offering the uh, book by uh, Sheila Walsh on a fresh infusion of joy. We're sending the beautiful, no greater uh, name than the name of Jesus canvas to those of you who make a gift, any gift, make a gift of $100 or more. But here is the beautiful determined eagle bronze. I think it's the most beautiful bronze that we have ever given. And this came from really a vision and a really the, just a move of God in my heart that he wants to see a remnant of Christians who will rise up with wings as eagles, will literally soar on the turbulence of the times and the challenges of the day. So this becomes a great testimony because you're going to be determined to let God carry you through any storm.
and rise higher, mount up with wings as eagles. We're sending that to those of you who will make a $1,200 gift toward the well, and I know it's going to become a great conversation piece to inspire people to be part of that remnant. Here's what I'm asking you to do right now. If you can give the 48, the 144, or a portion of a well, 1,200, 24, or 4,800, do it. But also keep this in mind. For $100, you can give three families their own filter system in some of those very difficult areas of impossible terrain to get a, a drilling rig in. So would you right now go to the website, take your bike card, very prayerfully, make the gift God puts on your heart. Or dial the number, make the gift. If you plan to write a check, make it to life. But call us and tell us what you're putting in the mail. Very important for us to know. Please do it right now. And in behalf of those you help, thank you so much. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Our teams have recently identified 188 remote villages in Southern Africa where children are suffering from contaminated, disease-ridden water. The situation is desperate. They need clean, disease-free water immediately. With your gift today, you can help drill fresh water wells in remote villages across seven African nations. Your gift of $24 will provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will provide for 10. $72 provides for 15 people and $144 will help provide fresh, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you Sheila Walsh's devotional, Five Minutes with Jesus, a fresh infusion of joy to help you experience a deeper connection with God. Please consider an additional gift of $100 to help provide three families with water filtration kits in emergency areas where our rigs cannot reach, and you may request our No Greater Name canvas print. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful new hand-painted Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Well, we're sending you the uh, book by Sheila, but I told you that if you'd like to have uh, Jenny's book, nothing to prove. Wow. You're a blessing. By the way, if you get a busy call in for prayer, call to you get through. If you're calling to be an answer to prayer, be determined, say, I'm going to get through. Or you can go online. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks for Jenny for being such a blessing? Jenny, I'm thank you. Thank you. If gathering, go online, if gathering, and see what's going on. Take advantage of the opportunity. Thank all of you for being here. Thanks for watching. Thanks for helping.
In his new book, Living Amazed, James Robison shares how divine encounters can change your life. Living Amazed, coming soon to online and retail bookstores. You'll go back and write it in on the list so that you can check it off because the joy of the day is that, oh, come on now. Next week. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.